Blog Talk Radio. survivor professional living in Pensacola, Florida. She's trained in ministry, mental health, working with substance abuse, and is a trauma-informed social worker, all in one. She volunteers with many community organizations. Pastor Debbie says she can minister by text, phone, Skype, in person, and however the Lord directs her, 24-7. She teaches that humans have three parts, being of spirit, soul, and physical body, and believes that all three are important. And then each area needs care. We look forward to Pastor Deborah being an active member of the NASCA family for a long time. On these episodes, we welcome various co-hosts, survivor professionals, as well as systems, building questions in these episodes, I'm sorry, and lead a variety of topics suggested by our call-in participants. Their trauma-informed perspectives as survivor professionals will help them guide discussions on the issues of childhood abuse, trauma, and healthy human sexuality. That springs forth from questions and topics brought to you by our listeners. Everyone's invited to engage on tonight's show. Please visit the naasca.org website. And again, we're on the scan number uh, 3167. That means that's how many episodes we have archived after tonight. 
So welcome, Pastor Deborah. You've been with us many times, so we'll turn the show over to you. Thank you. Hello, Annie and Victoria, and anybody else that might be on the line or listening. Uh, I hope everybody's doing good and um, got through another month. Of course, I come on once a month. And um, I'm open to any topics that anybody has or any questions about mental health or uh, spiritual healing or healing in general. I like to always pick that topic because the abuse has already happened unless uh, some people are still in sort of domestic violence or adult abuse. But healing is a topic that uh, is real important. So I'll just leave it that. I'm glad to be here and turn it back over to you, Miss Victoria. Annie's voice was cracking up. I couldn't hear it much at all. And um, so if you want to go ahead and see if there's anybody else on the line or if you have a question. Yeah, right now. Right now it's the three of us. So, okay. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. I don't know if you have anything or that you've talked with well, Annie uh, about. Or... I'm, I'm interested in, you said that you work with people with substance abuse. And um, I'm in recovery. Okay. Um, okay. I have uh, 36 years sober. And I just, I went into AA and got sober. I didn't end up going through any kind of treatment or anything per se. But um, mm-hmm. it was really hard for me because um, I've noticed there's a lot of people in um, AA and other places that that are survivors of abuse. And a lot of them, when I speak, you know, they say, well, I couldn't get sober because nobody's talking about this abuse. Stuff. And uh, and it's, it's hard for them to heal because it just seems to be focused on the one thing. And uh, I like where you say... Um, you know, that it's mind, body, and soul because I think some people get it in their head and they don't really feel things in their heart or their soul. And Could you comment on any of that as far as uh, um, with the substance abuse, if, if you work with people that that um, come to you that are just kind of working on one issue and not incorporating everything together, like mind, body, and soul, like you spoke of. Okay. In the mental health world, a lot of it's called dual diagnosis. You have a substance abuse problem and a mental health disease or illness, as I like to call it. Typically, what happens is um, when we're young children, we have a biological body that's based on nerves and pleasure and pain and chemicals and um, uh, that kind of thing. And we have a soul, that's what you would call it, your mind. And it has thoughts and feelings, and as uh, any animal, okay, even an animal, nobody likes pain or fear, and we all have chemical, electrical responses and thoughts. And what happens when you get a a child who is sort of, uh, you know, has a child sexual abuse or trauma? There's a pain in the... the, Okay, so what happens is... Substance abuse is a way of us personally trying to find peace from some hurts, wounds, fear, rejection. And our physical body is made up of chemicals. So when you put drugs, alcohol, food into it, it changes the body's chemical balance 
uh, and you know alcohol is made up of sugar and it's also got the alcohol content so it actually kills and deadens uh, brain cells and nerves so it is our way we'll say a self uh, healing for uh, to try to find peace then what happens is the biological body and the brain our thoughts become addicted that we like that peace from whatever we took and um, so we want to keep doing it and then what happens is we become where we have to have it in order to feel somewhat normal and that's when the you know the abuse comes in and then it also the the drugs are changing the biochemistry the nerves it's changing the brain cells the neurons everything's getting changed and um we it's our way of seeking some sort of relief from our thoughts we're not having you know say the physical pains uh, we'll say from we'll say sexual abuse but it's the thoughts we want to sleep we want to be at peace we want to be happy can you guys still hear me yeah we can still hear you yep okay yep. So the alcohol and the drugs or the food, they're all drugs, is a way of of having that peace. You can also be addicted to gambling, the possibility of winning and getting happy when your life is dull. So it's our way of sort of... For a lot of that stuff too, like the shopping and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's our way of self-medication, trying to care for ourselves. Uh, sometimes, like, uh, you may have had a parent who was an alcoholic, okay, and you didn't, be- and you saw that, or a cigarette smoker, and you go, I'm not ever going to do that, so you don't, but you become addicted to something else. And some, in spiritual work, there's a family, we'll say curse going on, things are passed down through the families, genetics, it's just that you made a conscious thought maybe not to do drugs. This one lady I knew, her father was an alcoholic, and so she made a conscious effort not to do alcohol. But she became a shopping addict. And because the shopping with the credit cards made her happy, made her feel peaceful, and made her feel in control. And uh, so she just took it in a different direction. And so it's. So, in mental health work, they, they'll put you in rehab, and they can detox you and get all the stuff out, but then your whole body has changed, and your nerves, you know, they're like waking up again and trying to become normal when they've been so deadened, and now you're having all these thoughts that you didn't want to have in these memories and feelings, 